0: Yeah, dude, I can hear you. Okay, because my mic's not, like, next to my mouth, but it's, you know, within a foot. Yeah, your, your audio looks just fine on the uh, Zencaster. All right, well, hopefully it stays that way. <clears throat> you ready to get started? Uh, I am now. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was
1: intercepted by Tracy Porter. Hello, and you are welcome. For listening to the Packers pregame podcast, the Packers podcast for those who know why and how something happened, but they want to know when, where, and what. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and with me, as always, my partner, my friend, the biggest, best, baddest Packers fan you're ever going to meet, Will, aka Big Willie. Hello, everyone. Bill. Bill. We got a great show for the people today.
2: We're going to start out with a game.
1: Always a great show. Going to start out with a preview of the upcoming game against the Houston Texans. We're going to talk about our Cheesehead of the Week. Spoiler alert, it's someone you already know. Very much a live celebrity prediction. Bill got us a great guest. Then we are going to break some curses with the Houston Texans in our segment called Ain't No Such Thing as Curses. Obviously, we have the staples of the program, the drinking game, and if the Packers lose, even though they won't lose because they never lose when we do a Packers pregame podcast. Let's get into it. Bill. Yes. We have the Houston Texans this week, and the Packers are going up against a mobile quarterback, which Uh has historically been a problem. Yes. But...
0: Unless, unless your name is Russell Wilson and you throw five picks in one game and you still lose. I mean, you, you beat us. That's
1: right. Yeah, that's true. Um, or, uh, you know, someone who's just bad. Um, I, the names that come to mind are uh, uh, the game against, uh, who was that cat from the Vikings? Joe Webb. Uh, Joe Webb. The Joe Webb game.
0: Oof, that was a rough one. Man, can you, can you believe they started Joe freaking Webb in a playoff game?
1: Yeah, I actually can't. Um, that's the wildest thing. But that has historically been a, a bad thing, uh, even though the Packers only lost this year, is to Tom Brady, and he's a statue. So
0: Tom Brady, has a, he's got over 1,000 yards rushing in his career.
1: <laughs> right. So, um, anyway, Bill, you were telling me before that uh, the most dangerous weapon in football, the weapon, had a huge game against the
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, Mike. He did have a huge game. And now, for some of our listeners who might not be as keyed into the game as uh, as we are, they might be wondering who exactly the weapon is. Well, luckily, uh, you know, they might they might be thinking, "Wow, well, okay, Aaron Rodgers. He played not great, so it wasn't him. Aaron, Aaron wasn't really there, so it can't be him. Vonda Adams didn't really have a game, so it wasn't him. So who exactly?" could the weapon actually have been well let me tell you he is six foot six blonde lanky uh, he played at uh played at bama i don't know if, does that help you at all you know it does okay well his name is, is first name a joke his first name is a big old joke because his name is jk scott and uh let me tell you let me just give you a quick stat line for him Seven punts, 325 yards, two down inside the 20 with a long of 55. That averages out to 46.4 yards per punt. That's a game for the weapon.
1: That is a game. Um, Before we move any further, um, obviously we say that the Packers never lose when you listen to the Packers pregame podcast, and that's still true. It is true. Even though there was a losing score Mm -hmm. on Sunday against the Bucks, there were – that was not an overall loss, and Bill, I think we need to tell the people why that is. I-, I can start here.
0: Yeah. Well, I have actually my own theory. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, now I've we said it before, we say it every show, but we don't talk politics on the show. But my mom doesn't watch football for her own reasons. Again, not politics. Right. Well, this past Sunday, what would she do? She watched. Yep. So, and we lost. Yep. Also, side note, uh, at one point late in the game when uh, when Bakhtiari got hurt, I remember that happens. Both my dad and I were like, oh shit, like, that's not good because if he's hurt, like it's going to be rough. And then my mom just goes like, oh, doesn't that always happen? Like, no, this dude never gets hurt. Ever. Never. Never, ever gets hurt. She's like, oh. And I was just like, this is why you don't watch football because you don't know.
1: On my end of uh, why this was a win for the Packers is that, number one, Matt LaFleur is playing high-level chess. The rest of the league is playing some game of Connect Four. Mm. And so what we're doing here is is two things. We're setting the expectations low for the Bucks when we see them in the playoffs. True. And number two, we're making... Game plan decisions for the playoffs. We wanted to lose this game,
0: mm-hmm. so because we wanted to lose this game, that makes it a win. True. I like that. This is kind of like when um, it's kind of like what Belichick would do. Belichick would do when he would play a team in the playoffs or in the regular season, and he would win or lose whatever, and then they'd meet again in the in the playoffs. Different game plan, completely different looks, like playing an entirely different team because he's like, all right, I'll show you what I'm going to show you here and then you'll show me everything and I'll adjust for that. And then bam, when we meet again, new plays, you don't know what's coming. And then just Aaron Rodgers just throwing missiles over your head.
1: That's why the 49ers game in the playoffs last year turned out so different. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, the I had this game against the Texans circled on the calendar a long time ago for one reason and one reason only. And that was Bill O'Brien's butt chin, but he got fired, yeah. so I can't even sit here and make fun of it, because Romeo I mean, Cronell is on the sideline. See? hell is that?
0: The, the beauty about the butt chin is you can always make fun of it. I guess.
1: I just won't be able to stare at it on, on Sunday. I won't be able to point it out to other people. Maybe they'll have a graphic, but it doesn't matter. Is Romeo Cronell the dude who did? No, that's that's um, Dennis Green. So I don't even know who Romeo Cronell is.
0: Um, I think he used to be on the Cowboys. It doesn't um, matter. I'm just disappointed. You know what I think would have been funny? I think I think I think the Texans when they had Bill O'Brien they should have completely leaned into the butt chin. And you know when they have like the players come out of the tunnel and like sometimes they run through something. They should have run through like a giant butt chin, and they would have oh, just pushed it awesome. right through the crack of it.
1: Oh, that'd have been great. Bill, what's going on with the pass rush? Uh, I don't know because they're
0: not there, dude. Right? I can't find them. What uh, happened to the Smiths? The Smiths? Um, they've, they're missing. They've been dismissed. Nice. Thank they nailed you. it. I uh, I would have definitely stumbled on that one. That's that would have been a tough one for me. But, uh, they,
1: I, like I did well.
0: <laughs> agree to disagree uh, the smiths are a wall uh ration is not sure where um and then all of our like uh i hate to use the term white but they are uh Fackrell, i'm sorry excuse me sacckerel uh dean lowry um lancaster I mean, tyler lancaster I, I think he's a linebacker isn't he Yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, A.J. Hawk, A.J. Hawk, um, Brady Papinga. Where are these? Where are these guys?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Clay Matthews all along.
0: You know what it is? Is it maybe maybe Rash needs to wear a new jersey number?
1: He could. He yeah, could. I mean,
0: that's why he can't get pressure from the inside because he's still wearing fifty-two.
1: Agreed. Um, now, I've been listening to a lot of Peter Pukowski, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, he hasn't addressed this question this week. Mm. Uh, before he told me the Packers were better, they were 5-0 and without Devontae Adams, and now we lose the first game Devontae Adams is back, and he hasn't asked the question, so I will because we're truth-tellers. That's right. Are the Packers worse off with Devontae Adams? Uh, signs say yes. That's what it seems like to me.
0: Yeah. You know, we're I don't through. have
1: anything else to say on that. I just want to ask the question. We're just reading. We, TV we TV cut Devon- I mean, I tried to cut Devontae Adams in twenty seventeen.
0: Okay. So
1: should we be trying to cut Devontae Adams now? Because obviously we can't win with him, according to yeah.
0: Peter Pukowski. There you go. You know what? I think this is actually this is actually good if you if you cut Devontae now because you did it last time and he turned out really good. So if you All try right. to cut him again. He's gonna get
1: better. All right, everyone, clear out then. Everyone, clear out. Back away. Everyone, back away from their microphones. Give me some space. I believe wholeheartedly that the Packers should cut Devontae Adams and pay the rest of his salary just to be off our team.
0: And that's when you put in the uh, the fire that you put in like thunder roll here. Yes, and like put some lightning strikes.
1: Big fan um bill everyone's hurt again
0: everyone is hurt again it's wild we had everyone is hurt then we had the bye week and everyone came back and then hey like i you, you know how we say that we're truth tellers yep and i said that the heat would be an issue yep everyone got hurt again where do we play in the heat yep in the home of the heat in miami no wait tampa Yeah, i ruined my own
1: joke that's okay that's okay um yeah, everyone's hurt again. I thought maybe we would actually catch a lucky break this year, but nope, that's not gonna happen. Last year we were pretty healthy, but this year it's uh we're not in a good spot.
0: hmm Yeah, yeah, uh let me just quick pull up the uh the injury part here. I'm 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 going off uh good old Bob Domofsky's Twitter feed. Um Ooh, did you did you hear see Bob get <laughs> down by Aaron? the other day no oh yeah um i didn't to, to be fair i didn't see there's a clip of it i didn't actually watch it because why would i do that um, right but basically basically, guy. basically bob asked aaron like was like hey you good and aaron was like yeah and bob was like then he like doubled down and was like oh you don't sound great and then aaron was like why are you projecting that shit out onto me
1: really yeah
0: so that's kind of funny um, so anyway uh, Montrevis Adams questionable Bakhtiari is doubtful Irvin still out Aaron Jones questionable with a calf Kevin King is doubtful Tyler Lancaster out Corey Lindsay questionable Savage doubtful Preston Smith questionable Robert now it's not Tanyan anymore it's Tanyan it's Tanyan rhymes with Funyon. so put that in your brain fix that in your brain uh, Robert Tunyon is questionable.
1: Grande Roberto Tunyon.
0: Large Robert.
1: Um, so, Bill, I was thinking about this before the game started, and it's a very serious question. Okay. Since, since the Texans traded everyone who's good away. Yep. Can you name another player on offense that isn't Deshaun Watson? Um, Didn't they get that running back from Wilson or whatever from Arizona?
0: Yeah, not not Wilson. Um, David? You're thinking of, you're thinking of yeah, uh, yeah, him. I don't know his name. <laughs> Who's their number one wide receiver? Kenny Stills. No way.
1: <laughs> Are you kidding? He's on the team. Oh, my God. Okay. I can't believe this is going to be the team that gashes the Packers defense.
0: You know what? I, you know what I've been seeing a lot of from some uh, some beat reporters, maybe not beat reporters, but Packers reporters. They're saying the Packers should trade for JJ Watt. Is this like the fourth time we've done this? <laughs> I mean, it's like every year. I'm pretty sure. I think this is this is see. This is the issue with. Um, he fit right in because he's always hurt. He would. He would. Yeah. No. This is the this is the problem that we have as Packer fans who are also live in Wisconsin is we always have to draft the people from Wisconsin because they're always good even though generally they're not so good I mean depending on the position um but yeah I feel like the J.J. Watt to the Packers rumors have been floated for at least three or four years now
1: do these people have anything else to write about? no okay I'm gonna move on okay J.
0: You know what the Packers need? We'll see. Okay, so I don't mean to interject, but the reason the trade would be because they would owe him some money for this year, but then they could get rid of him after the season, and they would not it wouldn't really cost them. That's the logic, I think.
1: Here's my logic. Okay. We need to save all of the draft picks in the world so we can draft another backup quarterback. Bill, this is... This is um, twice in my life, in 2011 and 2016, or 2012 and 2016, the, the Texans have been, like, the pivotal turnaround game for the Green Bay Packers. Now, I don't think they need a turnaround game right now, I'm not saying that they do, but either that makes me really happy because it's nice to have on the schedule, or it makes me nervous because what if there's some sort of weird reverse effect where it's the opposite of a turnaround game? It's a season ender.
0: Mm. That would be tough. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like the, uh, the position that you put me in. To be honest, um, I feel well, like
1: let's go with your let's go with your with with, with what, what I mean. You have written down here, which is that this this is a get right game.
0: Yes, it is. So we had, uh, last week against, against Tampa Bay, we had our our first big, uh, uh, you know, reality check, the big, the big dose of reality hit us in the face, knocked us on our butt, uh, didn't go well for us, obviously. So now this is time to go up against a, uh, not, not great Texans team and, uh, rebound get, get back to five and two and, uh, get ready for the, the Vikings the week after, um, now the question I'm thinking of right now um, are the Vikings uh, look ahead game because they're so bad. Uh, they might
1: be. Um, they could. I, I would say that I'm more scared of the Vikings than I am the Texans. Really? I yeah. Um, mm, I don't man, know why. I-, I can't explain it. What what I would what I would say about the game this week is that this is a get right game except my biggest take from the loss to the bucks is that that loss was listen 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 okay that loss was not as bad as 38 to 10 suggests no we dominated the first quarter yep aaron rogers does something he never does which is throw a pick six Yes. On um, the next drive, Aaron Rodgers does something he never does, which is throw another interception. Right. So now it's fourteen to ten. Then Aaron Rodgers misses Mercedes Lewis for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Wide open. Mm-hmm. That's another touchdown. And by that point, everything shook. If Aaron Rodgers is gonna play that bad, then we're gonna lose to everyone thirty eight to ten. Right. I don't, I don't, if we would, if he would have played that bad against the Lions, we would have lost 38 to 10. Yeah. This, like, I still think we are, like, a lot better than the Buccaneers. I mean, we dominated the first quarter. That's right, we I did. we were going to run away with the game.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so, I think there's there's definitely an overreaction to the loss, you know, like, Obviously, we can't win every game. And, yeah, this loss, like, on paper looked... Like, if you just look at, like, the score, it was bad. But, like you said, you know, a couple things are different. And this game is probably a lot closer, if not a win. And I I don't
1: even know if this game is close. If Aaron Rodgers... If we get two field goals, which with our offense was very likely rather than two interceptions and a missed wide open touchdown, like Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers was just flat out bad. Right. And that does not happen very often. He's allowed to have a game like that. Right. If he plays at average to above average from the second quarter on, like we win that game by like ten.
0: Sure. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. It's like I I mean we were seeing it, you know, uh, not to not to name names, but we are seeing it in the group chat. You know, oh, the Packers are bad. The Packers stink. It's like, well, Aaron Rodgers was bad that game, but I don't think overall the Packers stink. I mean, you don't you don't get to four and zero, you know, by being bad, right? Do you want to know how? You want to know why the
1: Packers defense looked as bad as it did? I'm not saying the Packers defense is good. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. But you go on the field, you shut them out the first quarter. You stop them at the beginning of the second quarter. The Packers get the ball back, pick six. Packers turn the ball over. You get back right out in the field. Packers go three and out. You get back right out in the field. Packers go three and out. You get back right out in the field. No duh they were giving up five yards to carry in the second half.
0: They mm-hmm. were fast. That's true.
1: So, all right. The last thing about the game preview. Wow.
0: That might have been the most actual Packers talk that we've done on a podcast ever.
1: I've I, it, been brewing in my stomach the entire week. I'm glad I got it out. I feel a lot better. Purging. So, uh, and lastly, Bill.
0: Oh, right. Uh, yes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is back? Is he back? He's, he's, back. he's back. He is he's back. Back. He's he's back. back. He's back. He's going to hang right. five tutties on the Texans. He's going to be back.
1: I'm a prime time player. I came through when it counted and uh, got my second TV. I got one for my living room now and one for my bedroom. So. We are moving on to our cheese head of the week. Our cheese head of the week is someone who acted like a real cheese head. Bill, this week we have a very, very, very special cheese head of the week. Someone who Packers Nation knows very well. Mm-hmm. A congratulations, a high five. The man, the myth, the legend, Mike McCarthy. Congratulations, Mike. You're the cheesehead of the week. Everyone on Dallas, I want you to think about this, Bill. So, okay, background. You want to give them the background on why Mike McCarthy's the cheesehead of the week?
0: Uh, It's because Dallas is terrible and they're basically operating right now as the Packers did their last like three years. And it's apparently surprising a lot of people in the media, except for, like, every single person who watched Mike McCarthy the last decade. So, it's a lot of... um, I don't think eating crow is the right word, but it is a lot of, like... um, Oh, what's the word? Schadenfreude? There you go. Yeah, it's a lot of that.
1: And, I I mean, another reason is the Cheesehead of the Week is because... I mean, the reports out of Dallas are that all the players are talking about how unprepared they, are, they feel and how bad their coaching staff is. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm pretty sure I read the headline, tell me if I'm wrong, that someone called Mike McCarthy an idiot.
0: I believe it. I didn't see it, but I believe it.
1: And so I want you to think about this, because we're not, we ripped Mike McCarthy last week. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it again.
0: Although it would be easy.
1: Everyone called Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why I'm so serious. This podcast.
0: I'm done. <laughs> I after don't this. know either. I'm done after this.
1: I, this okay. is it. no more serious takes after this. Everyone called Aaron Rodgers a baby, and he is a whiner, and he doesn't want to win, and all of these negative things, and he spent ten years. With this buffoon. And the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys can't make it four weeks. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, not once. Everything that was written about Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy was all speculation or Greg Jennings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, well, I...
1: Aaron Rodgers never went to the media and said, hey, my coach is an idiot. Right. He went 10 years and the Dallas Cowboys could not. Make it four weeks. That was my calm, coward impression. I'm done. Yeah,
0: I just want to thank everyone for listening to uh, the local Green Bay Talk radio station because evidently we've just devolved into serious football talk here, um, which is okay. But I do want to say uh, the question that everyone has been asking is why, for years, why does Aaron Rodgers only have one ring? We've wasted his career blah, 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 blah. That question has been asked incorrectly. It has been phrased wrong. The question that everyone should have been... Well, it shouldn't even been a question. statement that everyone should have been saying loud and clearly, yelling it from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, is look what Aaron Rodgers has done in spite of Mike McCarthy. He has won in spite of the people above him and the people higher up in the organization. He has dragged this team through the mud he has willed this team to win we do not give him the credit that he deserves
1: i appreciate it all right the last thing i have here because i want to move off the seriousness but bill that was a great i have goosebumps (laughs) i'm serious i i swear to god i don't know if you can see it on the camera but i have goosebumps i want to like clip that and send it to espn um but do you remember that one time should i bring this back should i bring this back do you remember that when when we wanted Mike McCarthy fired for so long that I created a Twitter account
0: the face of Mike McCarthy?
1: Mike McCarthy's dumb face or Mike McCarthy's fat face? Uh
0: I think it was I think it was just a Mike McCarthy face. It's funny. I actually uh when I scroll through Twitter it it comes up like probably like two or three times a week of like people to follow. And it's like, it's just like Mike McCarthy's face. And then I just see the bio is like, it's just the face of like genius or like stupidity. You decide.
1: It is. I should bring it back.
0: You should bring bring it it
1: back. back. I'm going to bring it back. Everyone go follow that. Do you really need two? I mean, can I have one? If you come over and watch some movies with me. All right. We are moving on to our very much alive celebrity prediction this week. Um, We have a great celebrity this week. I, my dad would be so happy if this celebrity was on and if he heard him. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure, Am I, maybe my mother. I mean, this man was mm-hmm. a ladies man, but we'll get to that in a second with mm-hmm. uh, him. Um, but Bill is our is our fantastic guest booker, and, and this week, you go listen to some of the other podcasts to hear who Bill got, it's, it's insane. But this week, Bill, we have the one, the only, from Houston, Texas. Patrick Swayze, Patrick, uh, thank you for joining us. We know that you are a busy man, um, but you you are a bit of a ladies' man. Um, so, tell me what it was like in in the mid '70s and '80s being Patrick Swayze.
2: I'd watch and see what all the other kids were doing, and and wanted to do it. I'm, you know, so I've got pictures of me in sailor suits and tap shoes from the time I, I was knee high to a grasshopper. And people, everybody tells me I was a little terror. Uh, when mother would be trying to teach, I'd be hanging on the bars, pinching the girls. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, It must have been a fun and sexy time for you.
2: Uh, All right.
0: Patrick, I have a question for you. Um, You are obviously known for Dirty Dancing. That's probably your most well-known role, I would say. Um, Also, Ghost, because everyone knows that one scene with the the pottery. You know, we don't need to get into that. Um, But uh, tell me a little bit about your music career, because I think some people, the younger people might not know that you actually – performed your own song for the soundtrack of Dirty Dancing, She's Like the Wind.
2: I always sensed uh, that he was real scared uh, on a certain level, even though he knew different. I'm scared I would turn gay. Uh.
0: Okay, thank you. That's a very insightful answer.
2: Uh,
1: so Patrick, being from Houston, uh, obviously, in the, the Houston of now is very different from the Houston uh, that you grew up in. Um, but did you ever feel like your talent was being wasted in uh, a weird city like that? On, on top of it, the thing I'm, I'm really trying to get at, and I just didn't know how to ask it, to be honest with you. Did it look like you were always sweating in Dirty Dancing because that's just something your body became accustomed to living into that living in that hot, gross environment in Houston, Texas?
2: Uh, I got beat up over and over and over again when I was little and um... Um, that wasn't too good and then it started, started on a whole uh, process of learning what walking around with a chip on your shoulder means.
0: Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, Patrick, uh, I want to thank you for coming on to our show. Um, you've been uh, been uh, very, this has been a very good interview I think. Um, just quick, before we get you out of here, we want to get a quick sp- score prediction from you. Uh Give us who you think is going to win, who you think is going to lose. Maybe uh, give us some numbers. Who, who's going to win by
2: how much, and and maybe some uh, maybe some keys to the game or something like that. I, I kept going to doctors and found out that I had a staff infection. I had to go in the hospital, and and they had a week in which to try to save the leg. And if they didn't save it within a week, they'd have to take it off at the hip. And um...
0: all right, wow, okay, that is a, that is a bold prediction.
1: Are, is he was he serious?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's. It's the sways, so I would assume so.
1: Weird. Um, wow, OK. Well, thank you, uh, Patrick. Uh, and I guess we'll have you back on
2: some other time. Mm-hmm. Did you just listen to a question I just answered? OK, I got three years invested in Brett Hundley, two years invested in Joe Callahan. The quarterback room is exactly where it needs to be.
1: All right, we're moving on to our segment, Ain't No Such Thing As Curses. Bill, the only reason the Packers have ever lost in the playoffs in the history of Packer land is because, or packer dumb, is because uh, there have been curses put against the Packers by other teams, by uh, just, I guess, mad women with curses. I don't know how curses are exactly. placed. Which is Well, exactly. I can tell you that the reason the Packers was in the playoffs is because curses. So we are going to try to break curses every week. And this week, we are trying to break our curses with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers are 3-1 against the Texans. I'd like to apologize for one of those games because we played in snow. And they're just not used to that in Houston. True. Um, but I guess a couple other things that we can apologize for is, in some we already talked about, Bill O'Brien in his butt chin. Yep. Um, we're sorry that you traded away DeAndre Hopkins.
0: I mean, we're more yeah. sorry for... The f- to the fans you know that you would do something like that because that's everyone knew immediately that was a stupid move yeah um, Also we would like to apologize specifically to Andre Johnson um, that's uh that's a rough career man that's real rough.
1: I just couldn't imagine going from the life he lived in Miami winning championships on the U part 2. He was a part of the U that was actually back and then getting drafted to the Texans and being irrelevant for 14 years. Do you remember that one time he fought um, Finnegan?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about Cortland Innigan because Andre Johnson beat the F out of him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I've never heard that joke. That's hilarious. Oh,
0: that joke's older than me, probably. Just kidding. It's not. It's impossible.
2: What was the injury? My name. Um...
0: All right, we are moving on to the
1: drinking game. This is Mm -hmm. a staple of the program, Bill. It is the drinking game. Uh, Before we get into the drinking game, Bill needs to give you the the disclaimer. We are riddled with lawyers at the Packers pregame podcast, so there are some things that we need to get across before we tell you about the drinking game. Bill, take it away.
0: All right, so as always, the disclaimer. Uh, It follows two rules and two rules only. The first rule is, of course, that there are no rules, because this is the drinking game. Although, when you are playing the drinking game, uh, it is a requirement that you play it no matter where you are or what you're doing. Um, So that would be, you know, obviously watching the game, because you're going to be watching the game, but uh, maybe you are at school. Play the drinking game. Maybe you are in line at CVS playing the drinking game. Maybe Maybe you
1: are in in the waiting room for your parole hearing.
0: Definitely play the drinking game. You might even be at your own grandfather's funeral. And honestly, if you don't play the drinking game there, if I was your grandfather, I would reanimate myself and play the drinking game with you.
1: So um, we are going to get into the drinking game. I will start well, before you
0: do that. I would like to get into the second rule of drinking game, Mike.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. I'm yeah. so sorry. I just <laughs> so sick of these lawyers that I just wanted to skip past everything. So please get into the second rule.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, unfortunately, we it is we it is a must that we we uh, give everyone the full rules because. Like you said, the lawyers, uh, we don't, uh, we don't need any more lawsuits against us. Um, so the second rule of the drinking game is that uh, you must play with only the highest proof grain alcohol. Um, 180 proof is, uh, is good. So that's your ever clears your uh, bathtub, whiskey, um, prison wine, uh, you know, the, 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 the white lightnings, things of that nature. Um, and anything lower proof than that um, you can just use it as a mouthwash uh, maybe give it to your dog because uh, you know freshen his breath because you don't want that doggy breath um, so yeah basically uh, that's it That's those are the rules um, also uh, drink Wisconsin I believe
1: alright so uh, number one chug your entire drink every time they show the pick six against the Bucks Bill it's the weirdest thing. I have like a physical reaction to Aaron Rodgers throwing an interception in a pick 6 at that. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I, yeah, it, I like re- I like I look like I am in the middle of the last exorcism.
0: Sure. Well, it's something that happens so infrequently, you just like your brain just like can't process what it's seeing.
1: I don't understand what I'm seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, chug your drink and blast bang on the drum when they show highlights of Rodgers dropping six tutties the last time we played in Houston.
1: And it will happen. Um, I think that was almost one of the first or two or three games uh, when the Packers ran the table. Um, that was that year, right?
0: Uh, that was 2016. Yeah, that this game happened. Yeah, it was. I remember I watched a clip of the highlights the other day, and it was you know Sunday night, Texans are five and one, Packers two and three. It was perfect.
1: Amazing. Uh, drink when you see a graphic about Green Bay's quote unquote travel woes, uh, in reference to their poor play in California and Florida.
0: Mhm. Yeah, um, that's gonna happen because evidently we've. Only lose big road games, but I think people need to to remember we are eighteen and five under MLF, including the playoffs. Um, and if you look at like all of our wins and losses, we've basically beaten every single team that we were supposed to beat, which is what good teams do, and we've lost to really good teams. That's which right. Can happen, and I'm not saying like I'm not like trying to excuse the losses. But like, other than that Chargers one, which was like really fluky, and then the Tampa Bay one, like, we've basically just, like, our losses have been bad, ob- yes, but we've lost to good teams. So, sure. and also, if we still had Big Mike as our head coach, last season, probably would've on 10-6, and six, if we're being wow. honest. Absolutely. So, you know, just uh, check yourself there. Drink when you realize you don't know shit about Houston.
1: We don't know anything about Houston. (laughs) Bill and I were laughing about that before the podcast started. Um, Bill was like, I just don't even know what to write about Houston. I literally know nothing about Houston, Texas. I'm pretty sure one time their basketball team or football team got in trouble for cheating. I think that their baseball team got in trouble for cheating. I'm pretty sure that um, their city is like disgustingly hot. And I'm, I'm quite sure that the reason that the Oilers turned into the Texans was because everyone, uh, everyone thought that America was going to go green and get rid of oil in general. I think um, maybe everyone thought that Al Gore was going to win the election in 2000, and so we just switched over. And that's all I know. Oh, wait. I know this. Um... um Houston was the first word spoken on the moon, if that actually happened.
0: Oh, um, I would be remiss in mentioning this, because if Jeremy is listening to this right now, he's probably having a brain aneurysm. Uh, Travis Scott is from Houston, so uh, just need to get that out there in case the, the small possibility that Jeremy's actually listening to our podcast.
1: You mean the guy that does the McDonald's commercials?
0: Yeah, I think he's got a, he's got a, a cool meal there or something. It's like a a McDouble with a Xanax in it or something.
1: (laughs) Take a sip of the harder of the two drinks that you have in your hands because obviously you're double fisting. Right. Uh, When they try and make reference or they try to create a similarity between J.J. Watt and Aaron Rodgers because J.J. Watt went to Wisconsin and Aaron Rodgers plays in Green Bay, even though I don't know if there are two more different people in the entire world.
0: Um, yeah, you would be right about them being very different. Um, I actually have a quick question. Your your reference to the double fisting made me think. Uh, is a sidewalk slammer? Can, is that an exception to the rule for drinking? No. No.
1: You, uh, you. I mean, you have to drink your sidewalk slammer.
0: No, that's what I'm. But I'm saying because because obviously one of the rules is only drink great alcohol, but. I thought. Is oh, a sidewalk no, you know
1: what? The great point. No, the sidewalk slammer is in. 100% in. Okay. That counts. I mean, try okay. a sidewalk slammer tonight and see where you wake up tomorrow.
0: Yeah, probably in Houston. <laughs> um, so take a shot if uh, the Brian Cushing's CTE rattled corpse walks out of the field because uh, his brain is broken and he doesn't know he's not allowed to play football anymore.
1: Brian Cushing... I the, the one memory I have of Brian Cushing is I always wanted his card on Madden Ultimate Team because he was so good. And in Madden, he never got hurt all the time. and That's
0: how you know it's a video game.
1: That's right. Because in real life, he is a walking concussion. Yes. And I feel – he's like – he is like um, – who is that – Man, I cannot get name. I literally forgot Al Gore's name before. By the way, that's why I always filibustering. Okay. That's why I was filibustering. Um, Luke Keekley, he is yes. like modern day, except I'm sorry, late day, pre modern, pre now, Luke Keekley.
0: Wow, a lot of qualifiers in that statement.
1: I just don't even know how to say someone who was before Luke Keekley. My brain's broken. I have CTE.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, I forgot Al Gore's name. Um, Take a beer bong shot when the announcer uses the specific word gash in reference to what the Texans are doing to the Packers defense because that is what they're going to use. It's going to be a gash of five yards, or this Houston Texans offense is gashing the Packers defense. Um, And, and, you know, that's uh, Mike Pettin. Mike Pettin doesn't live without gash.
0: Nice. Um, the uh, the staple of the staple of the program, take <laughs> a shot if EQ gets a catch.
1: Now, he had one last week. Did he? Didn't he?
0: Eh, I don't know. He I'm on it, Dan. It. Target's not a catch, though.
1: We are almost there.
0: Uh, I'm on it, Dan. Hold on.
1: Listen to me. Uh, Peter Pukowski told me last week that EQ was a better fit for the offense than MBS, and then I'm pretty sure he got targeted three times and maybe had one catch.
0: Uh, I have the official record book here, the definitive list for who caught balls for how many yards. Equiminius J-, Acrominius J. Imotep St. Brown, or whatever the hell his name is, was targeted twice. He received... No catches for no yards. Oh. we we'll live on for another week.
1: All right. And um, take a nice old sip of Rooski of your drink if Jamal Williams, who I love, by the way. And this is where the brain CT started with me not being able to remember names. I, I wrote down Jamal Adam earlier.
0: I did uh, see that, and I was wondering what that was about.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but take a sip of Ruski of your drink if Jamal Williams, who I love, by the way. I love Jamal Williams but if he runs in the back of it, one of his own line.
0: You yeah, know, that's a very Stugatzian way to do that is uh, you name someone and then immediately go, "I love this man." And then you and, and then and then you just shit on him.
1: Yeah. Well, he I mean, he does run in the offensive line. He runs into it every once in a while, and he's great. He really is good, but I had to come up with some content for this drinking game.
0: Yeah, you went you went like Stugat you when you when talked about Jimmy Trena. That's right. Yes. Um, lastly, uh, no one will get that reference because no one listens to this. No. Um, lastly, finish your drink when the Packers start the season 5-1. Uh, f- and
1: 6-0. and
0: 6-0. Because Ship. they didn't lose. That's right.
1: Because it was technically Ship. a win. Packers are still undefeated.
0: Never lost. Blair Walsh from 27 yards left hash. Snap good. Spot down. Walsh's kick is up. And it is no good. He missed it.
2: Are you kidding?
1: All right, and we are finally moving on to the last staple of the program. Things to remember if the Packers lose, even though they won't lose because you are listening to the Packers pregame podcast and they have never lost a single game in which we did a Packers pregame podcast. So I will start first. Remember, God, I went really serious here.
0: You did go really serious.
1: Well, I'm just gonna run with it, anyways. Remember that the Texans are a terrible organization. I mean, what did I do to myself? The Texans are a terrible organization who do terrible things, like trade away all of their good players.
0: See, I think the issue is that you were still in the uh, the serious sports talk radio mindset. Yeah, um, and you you were like you're going full like ESPN Green Bay local radio affiliate.
1: The weirdest thing I've done.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm here for it. Um, I actually have no analysis for your point. I just wanted to point out that your mindset where it was where it was.
1: This is what happens when the Packers um, lose, but they don't lose.
0: Mm. Um, I'm gonna go. I think we're moving on to my point here. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe B. L. B. should have taken a page out of the Astros' playbook and cheated for a championship.
1: He'd still be here. But I feel like if he if he tried to cheat, he would do it. He would do it wrong. And and here's the yes. other thing. If 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 his cheating, any of his cheating involved him like having to be in some sort of disguise or like wear a hat that comes over his eyes, mm-hmm. there is nothing in the world that has been invented that could hide his butt chin from the world.
0: Um well, what about like that scene from Men in Black with the Balchinians?
1: Never seen Men in Black.
0: Wow, that's a bad take.
1: Yeah. I have to watch Braveheart this weekend. No, you don't. Well, I'm going to.
0: You actually. You really don't?
1: I made a promise. To who? Uh. Friends.
0: Really? Braveheart? Yeah. It's like three hours of Mel Gibson doing a Scottish accent.
1: Yeah, I gotta watch it. Um, so, back to. <laughs> Uh, did you like my Peter Peter Bukowski fake laugh there?
0: Is that what that was?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good. And I
1: told you guys last week. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> and if you were listening last week, I told you guys last... <clears throat> hold on. I can do better. <laughs> this is the Packers Podcast for those who know what happened. They want to know why and how. I'm Peter Bukowski and... I mean, I told you guys last week that the Packers defensive line really needed to step up and, (laughs) (laughs) oh, they did not step up. They did not step up. That was my uh, fake Peter Bukowski, what'd you think?
0: I wanted to fight you through the screen, so it must've been pretty good.
1: (laughs) All right, so um, remember that, here's another angry one. Remember that while we may have wasted Aaron Rodgers' career, well, he at least got a Super Bowl out of it, while the Texans are going to waste Deshaun Watson's career by just injuring his leg with a terrible offensive line.
0: Yeah, but remember, to refute what you just said, remember my take about how oh, yeah. it's actually, we want in spite of McCarthy, not, not that it's Aaron's fault.
1: That's right. McCarthy has zero rings.
0: That's my personal record book. <laughs> uh, so piggybacking off what Mike just said, uh, it appears y'all never learned anything from David Carr.
1: No. Because
0: that MF got sacked like 800 times in a season and died.
1: I didn't even know he was alive. I thought he did die. I thought they buried him on the Texans' field.
0: It was like, um, oh man, this is a reference you probably won't get, and I don't even know if I'm going to do it justice. Um, it was like, uh, it's. this is so dumb. I don't even know what I'm going to try to say. No it. right. uh, It's like when... Uh, I think it was Zach Mettenberger's senior season at LSU when they were playing Bama, and he was just getting destroyed. The last like, like it was like first and ten, crushed him for a sack. Second and like fifteen, crushed him for a sack. It's like, th- and he's like hurt. His knee is like broken, and like it was to the point like his O lineman was so bad. It's like it's like he gets sacked on like third and thirty. So it's fourth down, and they've got to play. The, it's a four down territory because they're losing, and they've got the ball, and they need the score. And he's hurt. He can barely get up. His linemen try to help him up, and he's like, no, I'm getting up myself because you guys can't help me. You can't protect me for s***, and I'm not letting you guys pick me up. I'm going to get up, and then fourth in a billion, and he gets sacked again. The game is over, and he walks off the field ejected with four pounds of turf hanging off his face mask. Face mask. <laughs> but- it's It's... <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. I appreciate that you did it. I do.
0: No um, one's going to get that, and that's okay. I just had to say it because it was funny in my head.
1: It was great. It was great. Did I know what you were talking about? No. But you, you painted this visual in my head, and I really appreciate it.
0: I'll, uh, I'll find the video, and I'll send it to you.
1: Thank you. Um, remember and remind Houston people that we actually know how to cook and very obviously, Houston doesn't because Houston residents eat out more than any other city in the entire nation. Read a
2: cookbook.
0: Read a cookbook. Read a cookbook. That's right. Um, let's see, where are we here? Uh, oh yes, uh, at least Brewers owner Mark An- Anatazio. And I knew how to say this dude's name until today, and now I can't say it. Okay. I don't. I don't understand what happened. I right threw. Mark A. He uh, wasn't literally charged with war profiteering like Jim Crane.
1: And uh, our state isn't a constant threat to secede from the Union, and there isn't an entire holiday based around the idea that our state ignored federal law for multiple years uh, because we wanted to own other human beings.
0: Nailed it. Uh I'm uh, just gonna roll on to mine, if you don't mind. <laughs> Just gonna just gonna let that one
1: actual serious there though.
0: We're just gonna we're just what we're gonna do here is we're gonna let that one just die right on the vine and uh, we're yep. just gonna move on. Yep. Uh Houston is home to the world's largest medical center. Um you guys have all that advanced medicine technology and you guys can't keep JJ Watt on the field for more than three games in a season.
1: Boom, roasted. No, really, though. Um, J.J. Watt, it's the wildest thing. He's obviously really good, uh, unless he talks smack about Aaron Rodgers and then Aaron Rodgers throws for a million touchdowns. He is always hurt. A man is built that way. That man is chiseled by the gods themselves. He is Rocky Balboa times five. And, like, he's a giant. He is not a human being. He's an alien, Mm -hmm. and all he does is, like, dislocate his shoulder
0: and break his arm. Yeah, you know, I uh, I realize that there's a lot of people who don't understand football when, I think it was, was it 2014 when Rodgers won his second MVP? And everyone was like, oh my God, J.J. Watt was robbed. He should have been MVP, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I, I look at their record, 2-14. Right. You, you cannot win... An MVP award if you win two bleeping games in a season. I'm sorry. That's not how it works.
1: Bill, do you want to know why I don't work out?
0: Because it's dumb?
1: Because, number one, yeah, it's dumb. Who needs to work out? But number two, there is such a thing as being too strong for your own good. Mm. And I don't ever want to get there. True. Um, oh, I guess my last one was was uh, bounce off of Bill's here. Um, if anyone, if any Houston fan is heckling you, just remind them that JJ Watt's a fraud.
0: That's true, he is.
1: So, um, hate to say
0: it, hate to say it, but
1: I yeah I don't. Uh, that's it. That is the Packers pregame podcast. You are welcome for listening. Once again, this is the Packers podcast for those who know why and how the game happened, but they want to know when, where, and what. Bill, it was great talking to you. We will see you guys next week talking about the 6-0 Green Bay Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings.
2: Go Pack.